Young Tarzan Hey, 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 what's up guys? You're now tapped into Zion's Rants with me, Zion. On today's episode, we will be discussing friendships and what they mean to us. Joining me this evening are three queens that go by the names of Katie, Lauren and Rebecca. Thank you for joining me, ladies. So let's get into it. Can you have more than one best friend? If I have a friend and I see the person as a really good friend, that's enough for me. But um, in terms of like best friend, I don't hone that title because I feel like when you start to put quote unquote best on it, um, I don't know, it presents too much expectations. And then if the person lets you down, it just creates something that doesn't necessarily need to be there. But for me, I don't do best friends, but I see my close friends as my really, really good friends. So um, it to answer your question, I wouldn't necessarily be able to answer it, but I've got several close friends and I would say friends that I look at as sisters. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you like disagree or? Like for me, I have lots of friends who offer me different things, um, but I actually just have one best friend who offers me everything that all of them combined off me in one person yeah and I don't see me having other best friends I just have other friends um and yeah I I just I just have one um I think I have to agree with that Katie I think before I saw it as I had multiple best friends and I realized that when when you put a title on it people actually well because people are human they can let you down and because you've given this title of best you put more expectations on them and people can let you down at any point unfortunately so I've decided to stop using that word as well yeah and just kind of classify people as like really close friends um but going off what Beck said I feel like I do have one friend in particular that does offer me everything yeah. like when I'm with her she I, can't, I don't even have words to describe her like she's my longest standing friend she's always been there she's yeah she's just everything rolled up in one but I'm trying to come away from using the word best and just go with that close friend but she's more like my sister do you feel like there can be um a little bit of like jealousy type of thing in terms of that in terms of what calling people that best friends and just friends yeah and like some people can feel like okay but I've known you longer than her or um do you get what I'm saying like because I've witnessed that a couple times where it's like someone can be close to you and they could have known you for a long time and then you meet someone new and then someone else and then that person who's known you for a very long time tends to like get jealous kind of thing um yeah so yeah friends that that has been the case yeah because she's had other friends who she wouldn't class as their as her best friends and then um I came kind of came out of the woodwork and within a short space of time like let's say about five years we've become best friends 
but I wouldn't say it's even the length of time you know someone it's the things yeah. you've been through in that time that will show you the quality of the friendship yeah. and whether you know when you're really in like your deepest darkest moments who is there. standing out yeah yeah so yeah um, I can't believe she, that yeah her other friend is ex is extremely jealous really our friendship extremely jealous like we plan holidays with our kids together yeah um plan holidays us just us two and she will always kind of query oh but why can't we do that or why can't I come I don't necessarily like her other friends not through anything because of how she feels about me yeah she's not my people's she's she's not my people's um but yeah like there is a uh, a bit of jealousy there oh yeah no I definitely hear you yeah I definitely kind of agree with what like Beck said I feel like sometimes you know someone for a long period of time and then someone else kind of comes in and that connection grows and maybe that connection falls a bit stronger people can get jealous and they're like oh but you're doing this with them you're doing that and it's like why don't you include me anymore yeah and I feel like I feel like we're getting to as well maybe this I can only speak for myself really I feel like we're getting to a stage in our lives where it's more about connection it's not just about like how long you've known someone because connections and friendships relationships they go through their troughs and they go through their peaks yeah and so sometimes when that relationship is you're kind of drifting apart someone else comes in and then you're like oh I feel really close with this person this person gets me and you start doing more things with them but that shouldn't take anything away from your friendship and I feel like if you do feel like someone's um taking more time from your friend or your relationship with that particular person Mm. maybe it's time for you to kind of say something maybe you can start planning more things to do together but connection just doesn't lie you know when the connection is there the connection is there and sometimes it's not about time it's just about vibes yes yeah that's just the reality I would like totally add to that like for example like last summer I went through a really traumatic incident with my daughter and her dad and I must have just told one work colleague like me and her used to just party together and I told her and she was just like wait let's go and do some drive-bys and drove all the way from West London to North London and drove with me for like hours and I had not I didn't have that expectation of her and since that we're like I'm like, no, nah, that's a rider because she didn't have to. She could have just said, oh, you know, I hope everything goes okay. You know, I'm going about a business. Themselves out for you. Mm. Yeah, when people put themselves out for you, you really have to recognize it because just she obviously valued me more than I valued her and I just didn't know it. Yeah, and I feel like sometimes people just surprise us out of nowhere. Like someone like yeah. you, it's always the people that you like, for lack of a better word, put on like a back burner you don't really give them like a place necessarily they they really just show up out of the blue and you're like whoa how come I didn't I didn't notice this before how come I didn't notice you before and I feel like sometimes it's to do with timing as well yeah yeah. um you know sometimes people just appear in our lives to help us through uh, a situation or like they're meant to present themselves now and they're meant to be lifelong friends yeah it, it, sometimes life just has surprises to throw at you sometimes yeah. and I feel like it's for you to kind of acknowledge that opportunity and kind of go with it and like I say like maybe she sensed the connection with you Bex and she was like you know what yeah maybe this is my time to like make this friendship make this a friendship or make our connection stronger like 
I'm going to show you that I can be here for you. Do you know what I mean? Maybe she really kind of like, she didn't know a way before. She, it just sprung to her. And look what it's done. It's brought you closer, which is lovely. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I totally agree. When is it um, a time for you guys to cut off your friends? So, yeah, I cut off my longest standing friends. Um, we've been friends since primary school. Yeah. And I'm 29. So um, I cut her off after she didn't say uh, happy birthday for my daughter's birthday, who is her godchild. Yeah. And um, it wasn't just one thing. It was a series of events. So she's always been somebody who's not good at timekeeping, not good at, you know, remembering to be somewhere at a time, all of that kind of stuff. And I've always just kind of accepted it. But it's been annoying. So I've kind of just accepted her for who she is. I mean, she even gets to work late. So I didn't really, I didn't even really make it a thing. But yeah. After, yeah, like, I was just like, that's who she is. But after she had, like, been really inconsistent with being a, a godmother to my daughter, I was just like, I, I'm not going to do this no more. Um, and I just, I didn't, we didn't have a talk about it. So, like, she missed a meeting we were supposed to have, um, just the month before my daughter's birthday and she was just like oh I was tired but she didn't let me know and then um then a month later my daughter's birthday came no no happy birthday no phone call no nothing and at that point I was just like okay I just removed her number removed her from my social media and was just like I'm done because that it's just you just can't treat people like that yeah, it's not, um, it's not and I see my daughter's involved, so we that's what, that's what we're not gonna do, you know. So problem, yeah, and yeah. that is my longest standing friend. Yeah, that's my longest standing friend. I thought um, I wouldn't even have said she was a best friend. She was just a good friend that I've had for a long time, and I would never have thought that how um, she would have not said anything. And I mean, she saw all the stuff I did for my daughter's birthday, mind you, on social media, yeah. and didn't say anything, and yeah and didn't even do a belated there was none of that I just was like you know what I'm done dusted she sent a message maybe a month later and I just ignored it yeah that was it yeah that's messed up man that sounds hurtful I can't lie like especially if that's her goddaughter not the same birthday like it's it's a child and I feel like when children are involved you really need to put your differences aside like whatever it may be yeah stop being petty that's your relationship yeah Yeah. it's not the child didn't do anything you know maybe the child really wanted to to hear a happy birthday from her if you especially if you've got a child yeah exactly your child gets along with that child it's like you're breaking up you're now breaking up that friendship as well so and then you've got to now explain to kindly your child that oh you're never going to see this person this person again so just get on with it do you know what I mean yeah Yeah, that's heartbreaking especially like if there's no real kind of explanation yeah that's why and I guess even as a child you don't you don't don't really feel like you're going to go through that the only thing that you really need to be worrying yeah the only thing that you should really be worrying about as a child is the friendships that you have at school and you know they you know they make friends and you know get rid of friends just like that because of like minor things but it's it's manageable there but when it involves adults I feel like yeah you need to put your differences aside and think about the children first but in terms of kind of like knowing when to cut off friends I'm like the worst person to ask that too <laughs> I have a problem with letting go of people I've, I, I oh, can't lie I'm just gonna I'm just gonna own that I have a problem um I'm working on it though like 
since yeah since but since like the pandemic I've actually really started to think about my boundaries yeah you've and, like, analyzed what you've my analyzed needs are things, yeah. and that's really helped me yeah you have to you have to like sit down and reflect on you know about yourself people in your life and think about kind of like, where you're going and can these people help you and support you in that journey on that journey I must say that I am um, I agree with Lauren in terms of um once but for me when it comes to cutting off a friendship it's once boundaries have been crossed and obviously for everybody boundaries are different um equally to Bex as well um bringing kids into it if somebody crosses the boundaries with my kids that's um time to call time on the friendship um but again for me I would cut off a friend once they've crossed certain boundaries that I have for myself and in terms of like my expectation of them so um just to give an example if they treat me less than that than I think they should or you know just do something that I find completely disrespectful I would call time on the friendship and sometimes um friends drift apart and there could be nothing wrong you know you're just going in different directions in your life. And it just means that this chapter, this time, this friendship is, is time for it to end. That's a break. And it doesn't really. necessarily mean that there's animosity or anything. It just means that it's time to just walk away. So again, for me, cutting off friendship is based on when sometimes when boundaries have been crossed and other times because we're no longer in alignment and we've just drifted apart and our time together has just ended. So yeah that's yeah, how I, 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 cut off I have to agree on that in terms of like not being in alignment with with friends anymore and I feel like that's something that I've had time to kind of reflect on so for me I realized that if I'm thinking about letting go of a friendship it has to be that you've disrespected me and on top of that if you're not even trying to correct that that's a no-no for me that's like one of my biggest things if I feel disrespected by you yeah. you're not trying to take responsibility you're not trying to take accountability you're not trying to like you're not even trying to sit down and talk to talk to me about it so that I can mm-hmm. understand where you're coming from and you and I can understand where you're coming from do you know what I mean it needs to be a two-way mm-hmm. thing I'm very big on communication if there's no communication I feel like there's nothing to fight for anyway there's nothing mm-hmm. to work out because you're not even trying to involve yourself in the process so that means yeah we just have to let we have to let this go and I understand that you know we're all different different uh we all have different ways of thinking and so we're not always going to agree but if we can reach a place where we can agree to disagree that's also okay with me but another Mm -hmm. thing I can't stand yet is when people try and force their agendas on you or force their opinions Mm -hmm. and I try to like almost make you digest everything that they're saying and your voice is just it's it's gone it doesn't mean anything it's devalued I can't I can't do that either that means you need to go that means that's toxic yeah, um, yeah. and I, I, I'm so I'm gonna wish you all the best on your way but like we're not supposed to this is not gonna work anymore like maybe we need to take our time apart maybe we can come back together maybe not but sometimes yeah you just fall out of alignment with one another and it's it's hard because I feel like when you lose friendships you go through a grieving process as well yeah you do yeah yeah we don't really and I don't feel like we talk no, about I don't that. right like, mm-hmm. I, I don't, don't, talk I don't about go that. through I, I don't go through a, a grieving process really so, yeah no <laughs> okay <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah. 
That's um, mad. That's mad. She's like, yeah, bye. See like, you. Get on my lap. <laughs> no, I, I I go through a grieving process when it comes to um letting go of friendships because equally to any relationships um a rom- equally to a romantic relationship yeah. you're close to that person you share memories with them you've done things with them you've gone through life experiences and to just simply walk away from it it's not always easy you know you have to yeah. kind of come to terms with I'm no longer going to be talking to this person um and especially if it's a really for me a really close friend that I've gone through quite a lot of things with it, it is almost like I'm breaking up with a partner you know I go through that process of feeling down and <clears throat> sorry like feeling down feeling a sense of loss because that person meant a lot to me yeah you know but um yeah like for me yeah, losing like, a friend is like going through a breakup so like and I go through a grieving process I just feel it's the way I analyze friends I it's it's I feel like everybody uses the term really loosely. And so I'm very particular. So there's people I know, people who are my colleagues, acquaintances. And I feel like where it's never a fallout, like I don't, I fell out with one friend once and I've never done it again. We don't clash like that. So I, I just don't, we don't get to a stage where we're like, don't speak to me. It's just, a, I'm going to take a step back. So I don't feel like it's the end, like in a relationship. So I don't feel like I grieve. I don't block nobody. I don't do all of that. For me, I think it's just, I think it's a bit childish to block someone. So I don't do that. I just remove myself from the situation. But that being said, if they needed to access me, I'm accessible. So I don't feel like it's a breakup where I don't get sad about it or I don't really think about it. I just know that I'm just, I'm taking time. If you Okay. I get I get I get where you're coming from for me um I use the term close friend and friend like if a person is my friend I must truly truly value them I have loads of acquaintances and people that I class as associates but once somebody has hit the quote-unquote friend um I start classing them as a friend or even a close friend um it means they must be really really close to me and therefore like if that friendship breaks up or something happens or you know we stop talking or we drift apart or one of us have to take a step back I notice that step back because it's like this person is in my circle you are this person is close to me um if they say an associate I don't care uh, it's a person that I say hi and bye to it wouldn't bother me um but once I'm breaking off with a friend it yeah it it gets me yeah, like, wow, yeah, I've just, I've never, like, just that one friend I fell out with, I'd say, yeah, that was really bad, but since then, like, I, I probably will drop people out like hot potatoes, because I don't have time for childish behaviour, but that's just how my mindset is, Um, but yeah, I've just, it's never been something, for, like, I've never thought about it, and kind of got upset about it I'll just laugh at our memories or if I'm talking to someone I'll be like this is what we did but it wouldn't I wouldn't sit there and be like oh you know what they do now like I I, I miss going out with them or anything like that (laughs) maybe I'm just I wouldn't I wouldn't sit there and 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 when I say 
I deal with it like a breakup. It's not about sitting there and being like, oh, I, what are they doing or worrying about? No, 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 not that. <laughs> but just for the fact that this person and I was close, we've shared life experiences, we've done this together. There was plans for us to grow old together, watch our kids um, get married, all these great things that you sit and you plan as two close friends, right? To know that that's no longer gonna happen um, I'm having to walk away from this person that I truly, truly value. That does something to me. Like that, it, yeah, it has an impact on me personally. But that's just my take on um, friendship. And that's because, like I said, I don't use the term best friend. But once I've classed a person as a close friend or a friend, they are someone who is of significant importance to me. I've placed them in that space because they mean something. Once you're on the associate, acquaintance, high and by person, any, any game can play. We can walk away. We don't need to talk. It's whatever. But once you've hit my term of what I see as a friend, you're close to me and losing you, it matters. But I'm not going to sit there and be moping like, oh my God, what are you doing now? All of that stuff. I don't care about what you're doing now, but I'll grieve the fact that we're no longer going to create memories and um, look back and think, you know, feel sadness on the fact that the memories that we created, it was in, despite of, in spite of them or despite of them, we're just not talking and that for me is like wow like that's that's sad you know because yeah. this if if a person's my friend I'm looking for them to be a lifelong friend I don't take everyone as a friend so when you get that that title of friend I'm looking for you to be in my life until I kick the bucket so yeah. to know that that's not going to happen is disheartening for me yeah and yeah, yeah you I have to agree with that, that temporary you don't really want like temporary friends do you know what I mean I'd like I don't I just don't go around picking up friends and then being like okay they're just gonna be there on the side type of thing and not have feelings like if they if they do something to me I'm not gonna have feelings and they can just go about their business I don't know I just I just always like Katie I look at people as like I want this person especially if I um, um I communicate with you regularly I um, have you in my life actively uh, I'm looking at you like you're gonna be basically my sister do you know what I mean no I agree with that I feel like when you call someone your friend close friend or best friend but every time well they're different because obviously we've attached different meanings to them but you interweave them into your life and so in a way certain people become for lack of a better word part of your routine like the mm. communication like yeah. you check up on them you check up on you you might go out you share the memories you take pictures you make future plans and when you um you're not friends with them anymore it's like what these future plans are happening you know that like, these yeah. are the last pictures of us two do you, you know do you delete, yeah, so do you delete like, those things though yeah I so don't. I, I just don't... put them in my hidden folder I just put them in my hidden folder I might delete <laughs> one or two yeah I, I still have them on my Instagram like if I'm in the picture of course um but yeah like I don't think about what's happening in like 10 years time I don't plan I'm not planning that far ahead with anybody yeah um the only person I have those kind of plans with is my best friend um I don't yeah but yeah I don't know I don't plan that far ahead with with nobody and I think that's what I'm taking from when you lot discuss it 
is that what makes you lot sad is the future plans you have with these friends and now not having it. Whereas where I don't, I'm, I'm not planning ahead anything. So it, I don't feel like I'm missing anything. I think it's more just that I feel like where I've gone wrong is the expectation that certain people will just always be there. So it's not even necessarily that I've made these future plans like, oh, there's an event, we're going to go to this thing together or um, we're planning a holiday. It's not like that. It's just, oh, well, I might be doing this, but I know I can contact this person if I need this support. And I know that they would contact me if they need support. So it's not necessarily like making future plans. It's just that you've just got used to them. So, you know, oh, yeah this person I've set them I've assigned them that role of being a friend and for me if I call you my friend I'm expecting it like Katie said to last a lifetime yeah, you know building. but obviously I'm yeah you're building you're building all this experience you're building all these building you know this with them. Yeah. kind of like this relationship mm. yeah and, and connection but I'm come I mean since this pandemic whatever people want to call it this made me realize that nothing lasts forever. The only thing constant in this life is change. And so once you come to terms with that and you make peace with it, it's like, oh yeah, this person might be my friend today, but we might yeah. not even talk tomorrow. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows if I'm like. gonna be here? Yeah, yeah I, I, I think feel that's like, what I'm like so I get you on in those terms. I think that's come with my self-growth during this time of like having more time to reflect on who I am as a person and kind of like my values and morals and I feel like I need to lean more into myself I feel like once you have more of an attachment not attachment more of a relationship with yourself when people come and go you'll be able to deal with it better and like when you put too much emphasis on certain relationships that's when you're really opening up yourself to get hurt potentially that I think and um people in general I don't have any expectations of them and I think that's why I don't feel any type of way when a relationship is lost. Um, just to go off the back of um, not having expectation, yeah. you can have friendships and have people in your life. You're not, first of all, you're not supposed to expect anything from anyone. That's number one. However, with that being said, without having um, any expectations of people, it still doesn't stop you from feeling a level of hurt or being impacted when a friendship ends because you've shared time with that person you've built a connection with that person you share memories with that person so have whether you have expectations or not mm -hmm. it's not going to take away the fact that this friendship has ended and it can have an impact obviously not for everyone but it can and that's it that's that's all I wanted to say Okay, so when is it okay to hold your friends accountable for their shitty behaviour? All the time. If they do things that's, that, that is, I guess, inappropriate, you should say something. Like, I would never encourage any of my friends to withhold their kids from their dads, for example, if there's not any good reason to other than them being bad minds I I would say something and I'd be like it's yeah. not about you you know I, I I it's not I wouldn't just sit there and kiki with her while she did it I would definitely say something I think with that when you hold your friends kind of like accountable 
you need to approach it with a level of understanding as well. So when you when you're telling someone, okay, I didn't like when you did this and that, I feel like you need to explain. Well, I mean, some people would disagree with me. I feel like you should explain why to see if they want to make an effort to mm. make amends. Because then, if they don't, then you know, right? You're just you're just being a bit trash, then, isn't it? Like this is pointless. Um, but I feel like you need to tell people where they're going wrong because sometimes people just don't know and I guess I can say that because I feel like there's some things that I haven't necessarily got right and we all do make mistakes and mm-hmm. sometimes you need that guiding hand or you need that guiding voice like you know what I wasn't really feeling what you're doing yeah and this is why because some people they end up not saying nothing this is one thing that really irritates me People won't say nothing, but they will hold it against you in silence. Yeah, so they become really resentful. resentful, Really Zion, really resentful. And then they become your friend of me. And you're like, you have no clue. (laughs) (laughs) So you're there telling them that, yeah, I'm going to do this. I've got this plan, that plan. These times they're plotting against you secretly. And you have no idea. You're like, oh, my blessings. What's happened to my blessings? Like, they're not coming through your face. Oh, I don't know, man. You know, you know, I don't know. Let me pray with you. Let me. Let me help you. These times, they don't want you to thrive in it because you've you've done them wrong in some way. And I can't deal with that because now you're just being fake, in it? Yeah, because you instead of just saying, well, you know what, you hurt me. Mm. Yeah. And I'm all about communication. It's yeah. like if even if it's a small thing, and if it I, I mean you won't pick your time as well, in it. You won't pick your time, but if it's something that means a lot to you and maybe it's reoccurring, and your friend has no idea. I feel like it's your responsibility if you want the friendship to work and if you yeah. believe in the friendship, if you value the friendship, mm. tell the person, why are you keeping it to yourself, please? And then you're poisoning yourself with your own poison. You're poisoning the friendship. Your friend is kiki-keying <laughs> with you. And this time you're kiki-keying behind their back. What did I get? Nah, I can't. I can't. No, it's please, too I'm much. tired. I'm tired. It's too... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the way she's saying it yeah no I agree with you I agree with you I think um you should hold your friends accountable um that if they're going wrong on something you're going to pull them up on it because you don't want them to do like do something that's going to impact their life in a bad way or a negative way so once you care for a person you shouldn't be afraid to hold them accountable and highlight to them the things that they can work on because you should always be leading from a space of love and knowing that you want what's best for this person um but that's my take on the whole accountability thing yeah I agree I agree I was just thinking about you know when you have I mean you just hear about situations where someone has friends and one person in particular is is just doing something shady like I can't think of an example off the top of my head, but they're just not doing the right thing. And then they have those friends that will kind of enable them and encourage them to continue doing what they're doing. Do you feel like that? How do you feel about that? Because some people would be like, well, that's a sense of loyalty. That person has that person's back regardless of whatever the situation. Whereas some other people would be like, no, as a friend, you should tell your, your friend that what they're doing isn't right. and they should come correct what do you think about that do you feel like if they do that then there's a loss of loyalty almost for the friend's actions does that make sense I think that you can um you can pull up your friend 
um, if you see that they're doing something wrong in private um, without, you know, publicly embarrassing them and whatnot and let them know that I support you, but I don't agree with what you're doing, if that makes sense. Um, because sometimes your friend can just be doing something that is terrible and really hurting other people. Um, and you can't sit back. I always say that if someone sits back and watch another person harm another person and do nothing about it, they're just as bad as that person who is committing that that act. Yeah. So if you really, really love your friend, you don't necessarily need to um, shame the person in public or embarrass your friend, but you can pull them aside and say, you know what? What you're doing is wrong. I support you and I'm here for you. I'm not saying that I'm against you, but your actions right now, it's not right. And you should be able to, you know, do that. Yeah, I agree with you because some, you know, a lot of people say um, birds of a feather flock together. And I don't want to be the crazy angry bird. I'm not trying to be that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hear that. I think I think that's a <laughs> I think that's a I think that's a valid point. I think, yeah. Yeah, I think there there is something there about saying I support you and I'm here with you, but I don't agree with you. And there is also something about how you do it, because I think some people get that a bit wrong as well. You know, sometimes it's not about what you say, it's it's how you say it and like how you approach the situation. So I definitely get where you're coming from, Gady. But you know what's mad? It's like even if you approach a situation and you're really nice about it, people actually take it offensive. Like they really be like, oh, you know, you don't have to say it like that. And it's just like, but I said it really nice. I actually said it nice. I didn't say it to hurt your feelings. And sometimes you say things because it's like you're giving someone tough love in a, in a sense. Yeah, I can't approach things any differently than who I am. And obviously I still have friends, so they know how I'm going to approach the situations when I've got something to say. And my, but my friends are just like me. So they will call me out like tough love. That's how we are. We don't do this. Oh, um, no, 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 that, <laughs> that's not us. So we, we don't, like, we wouldn't confront someone in like a public setting, you know, where it's inappropriate, but our tone and delivery is on average not going to be probably what people outside our circle would want to hear because we're just we're just not those kind of characters do you feel like it's okay to discuss like um you know obviously all your friends know each other is it okay to discuss um like their business in front of the their ones that they already know is it okay? Because what if that person takes it as if to say, like, you could have just pulled me to the side, you didn't need to discuss it in front of everyone and, like, say, like, their, their friends that they know or their family and stuff? So my friends aren't friends. Um, my friends only see each other if it's, like, my birthday. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't mix them um, and I don't take information from friends to different friends to different, you know, everything is just between me and that person what I might have done is been like yeah one of my friends did this yeah I have no reason to name the friend that done that um so yeah me personally I don't like I don't care if I've told one from my business and then another from my business and we're all chilling together and then one of my friends thinks it's okay to like bring it up I personally wouldn't like that because you don't know how how in depth I've gone with this friend do you know what I mean? Because you have to, sometimes you have friends for different reasons. 
and you might have shared a story but you might not have shared it to the same extent so why are we talking about this in front of each other that can cause an issue as well because someone could say oh well I didn't know that so why are you telling her that and I did I wasn't aware of this do you get what I mean like I don't know something that's important to you and um you've probably told one friend and the other friend's like well when when was you going to tell me this yeah that's true I think unless it's a group topic that everybody in the room is aware of and knows what's happening, it shouldn't be discussed. If it's something that two friends have shared individually between each other, it shouldn't be brought up by anyone in the room. Yeah. Right. So what about um, group trips and organising things? How do you feel about that? How do you feel about people turning up late? How do you feel about trying to organize things and it's just not going how you think it's going to go and people argue I've just had this thing on like um like people being late and um you know I've I've learned obviously as I've gotten older that it's not nice to to constantly be late I understand that everyone's got their own things going on but to always like every time you go somewhere you're always late I just feel like it's going to affect not just myself but other people I don't do lateness. Um, yeah, I, it's not something I do. Like, if we're at the airport, I will leave you. <laughs> like, I don't care. I don't do lateness. When yeah, it's see, like, that's another thing, like yeah. the airport stuff. I could have never be late yeah. for the airport. That's your money. Yeah, like, I like the same girl who was the godmother of my child has missed flights. Um, yeah, so she'd get left. Um, also, like, people who don't budget enough. So, like, when I go on, like, I've been on, like, two group holidays and I'm super organized so like if everybody tells me ideas of where they want to go what they want to see I will go and get all the prices everything like you know I'd think okay we might spend like 30 euros on a, on a lunch and I'd be like everybody you should have like a thousand euros for the duration of the holiday you know just so we can all kind of be on this about the same amount of money kind of thing now, if they said that they didn't have that or we're doing stuff and they want to eat big and can't afford to eat big, like I'm going to pay for my food and remove myself because you shouldn't be going on holiday if you can't budget for it. Like it's that's just like rule number one, because I don't want to be footing the bill for other people. And I've worked really hard for my money and everybody else has and saved to be here. So there's those kind of stuff or like people who like go on holiday to relax on holidays so like they want to have lions and stuff like that like that's mainly for me why I go on holiday on my own because when I go on holiday I want to be outside the resort or wherever we are I want to see what's out there and I like to be productive so I like to start early and so the friends I've been on holiday with they will sleep all day and then even begrudge me for being like all right guys it's 10 o'clock I'm going to go into town and see what's what and you know explore and I'll meet you back like that was another thing for me that I don't really like because it's like okay well if you want to relax that's cool you're on your holiday so you relax but I'm also on my holiday and that's not how I travel so there's just there's so many layers to to group travel that when you do do it you've really got to have um a clear idea who you're traveling with like I've had friends who go on holiday and they just go to like and I sleep around and meet guys and that's not my character I'm not like that so that kind of stuff puts me off and yeah there's just there's so many layers like you can't take group travel lightly whether it's two of you or whether it's like eight of you you have to really think about because this group travel 
could make or break your friendship. Yeah, and I agree with that. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, it's a big decision. It's a big decision and it shouldn't be taken lightly. It is a make or break, literally. I think sometimes holidays show you like where your values and that lie and where the friendship might not last after the holiday. I mean, I've not gone on that many group holidays, if I'm honest. Um, I've gone on a few and they've always been okay, but I'm the kind of person that kind of goes with whatever, unless I'm really against it, then I'd be like, no, I'm not on it. Um, I've been irritated once or twice and I was like, hmm, it made me question if I'd go on holiday with them again. I have to be honest about that, but I feel like you do need to kind of make a plan of what you're planning to do on a holiday before you go. I think it just, I know expectations are not good, but I feel like when you go on holiday, like you said, some people want to have a lie-in, some people want to do excursions. You need to have that right balance if you're going with um, different types of people that are into different types of things. I feel like if you try to make a plan that incorporates everything, you should be fine. But I'm not going on holiday just to lounge around like the whole holiday. Yeah, I want to do stuff as well. Yeah, you spent all yeah, your money. Um, I, I spent money. I spent money to come here to a different yeah. place. I can lay in my bed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I understand. Okay, maybe we want to sunbathe. Yeah, we can sunbathe. Yeah, you can do that back, one day, innit? Let's go. But if you're just trying to be partying all the time and sleeping around, no, that's not yeah, that's for dead. me. If you're just trying to um, just be sunbathing all the time, that's also not for me. Yeah, I need a mix. So for me, I would need to have that conversation before I go on holiday. And like, I feel like that Beck said, you have to budget, you know, like you said, we all saved up for this holiday. We all know how much money we roughly need. If if something happens during the holiday and you're short, that's different. But don't come with the expectation that, you know, you don't have enough money and then expect everyone else to like help you out. I don't think that's really fair because some people are just not in that in the right situation to do that so I feel like if you had that previous discussion you can plan but if plans kind of go amiss and other things kind of come up then that's different yeah definitely definitely have an itinerary or something at least like have an itinerary for people and like be like okay you lot like this we're going to do this this day you lot like that we're going to do that on this day I like that we're going to do this on this day so it's like everyone has it's like equal do you know what I mean and then we can all experience like something I mean I can't swim but I'll happily like if someone wants to go in the sea I'll go in but I'm taking my floaty okay someone's pushing me someone <laughs> is pushing me okay <laughs> I was just gonna share um a story that happened to me and yeah, it share was it. Oh. It was, um, so we went, we went to like one of those party kind of islands. This was years ago, years ago. I went with two two people. One was like my friend, the other person didn't know that well. And we also went out one night and we enjoyed the night basically, but then we all kind of lost each other. One person just got too drunk, ended up following some next person into another venue. My friend was like, Lauren, I don't have time for this. I'm going back to the hotel. What are you doing? Yeah. And I didn't know what to do because I was thinking, oh, my gosh, how can my friend walk back to the hotel? She's not like she wasn't properly drunk, but she obviously had a few drinks. Yeah. But then the other girl, she was drunk out of her mind. Like when I tell you she was drunk out of her mind, she was doing I don't even know if she was trying to do head top splits. I don't know what she was doing in the club. <laughs> I was really worried about her. So I was like. 
oh my gosh do I follow my friend back to the hotel and let this girl do what she's doing because she's we're all adults out here yeah. or do I let my friend go back to the hotel and I follow try and locate this girl I ended up my friend ended up going back to the hotel by so I ended up trying to find this girl now I'm trying to go into this club that club the bouncers wouldn't let me in I was like oh my gosh what am I gonna do so I tried to find her, spotted her, trying to tell her, come back, like, let's go, let's go. Like, our other friend's already gone back to the hotel. She's like, no, I'm having fun. I was like, oh, my gosh. I was like, you know what, I just got to leave. So I left now, got back to the hotel. My friend's cussing me, saying, how could you just let me walk back to the hotel on my own? Your bad mind. I was thinking, oh, gosh. Oh I was just gosh. trying to, like, I, w- I was between a rock and a hard place. Anyway, now I've fallen asleep. Next minute, I don't know how many hours have gone past, but I've been woken up now. Some random man is standing in our room, and he's he's cussing me and my friends. How could you? How could you leave your friend? She was drunk on the beach. Anything could have happened to her. And I'm sitting there like, hold on, wait a minute. You're in my hotel room, number one. I don't know who you are, and number whatever. How are you telling me? Um, I left, I we left her. Da, da, da. Was I not traipsing around club after club trying to find this girl? But she she was living her best life. I was nah, when I tell you I was so vexed. Are you I still friends with them? Are you still friends with both of them? I now? mean, no, I'm friends with one of them because that's my actual friends. Yeah. But the other girl, I don't, I don't we don't talk in it. Like yeah. the girl that was doing the most, and she was just sitting there, she didn't have anything to say. And that's another thing that I didn't like. I understood that she was really intoxicated, but she didn't try to vouch for us or nothing. Oh, she wow. didn't even try to say, Oh no, they did come looking for me or or whatever. And this random guy, I don't even know where she where she found this guy. I don't even know what she was doing on the beach. Who knows? And he could have violated you like and you. he's just this is the thing I was so I was thinking why is this random man in in our room and I've been woken up randomly I don't remember what time it was and we're getting cast I was like wow oh, that's yeah. I, was, I was like yeah so unsafe that is it's... so unsafe and yeah I you don't, don't do that yeah I don't think he was in the wrong Lauren at all first of all because I just hate people who get themselves in such a state where it's not even manageable mm. like you know you're like oh let's go and you're guiding your friend out it's all right have a drunk have a drink and get drunk but to the point where like she's trying to be like oh no no I'm having fun and you're like sloppy that's sloppy yeah there's levels to it and that's too much especially on a foreign island because anything can happen to you that's that's the thing it was it was the fact that it was a foreign island and the thing is our hotel it wasn't like round the corner you know you have to walk like in between like not down an alleyway or nothing like that but you have to walk down a, a like this long strip when I say a long 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 trip so letting my friend even walk on her own I felt bad already but then I thought okay she you know when you have to quickly just do some calculations like okay risk factor okay what's the risk factor okay let me let me try and find this girl because she's more vulnerable at the moment but even me walking back by myself I put myself in a predicament also so yeah that I'm not gonna lie like that was a bit that was a bit mad that was when I was like what 20 21 I said I can't be doing this again that was too much stress I came here to have fun this is not fun yeah that's that's mad that's actually mad um I've got a follow-up story about a friendship that I ended because of drunkenness actually um to follow up off Lauren's story um so whilst I was at uni when um 
So I went to uni with this friend. We were close, close friends. And, um, you know, you have hall parties and all of that. And she literally got pissed drunk, right? To the point where I had to be babysitting her. She was, she was just completely out of it. Didn't know what she was doing. None of it. And I remember I had to take her back to her room, took her back to her room. She was just all over the place. And I'm looking after her and whatnot. And then this guy comes into her room. And obviously her and the guy, they were doing whatever they were doing. They were dating or whatnot. And he wanted to stay with her. But at this point, I felt like she was vulnerable. So I didn't want to leave her. And so I'm like telling her, you know, I'm not going to leave you because I think that, you know, right now you're you're pissed drunk you're not really aware conscious of what you're doing and you're not conscious enough to be making certain decisions and I'm trying to tell this guy he needed to leave right lo and behold and I understood she was drunk but my friend flipped on me um basically told me I should piss off and what? she wanted the guy to stay and all of that right so it got to the point where I just I lost it and I left her I went back to my dorm and I was completely fuming. Anyways, the following day, um, when she sobered up and whatnot, she got in touch with me and she, she, she called me and came over to my room and stuff. And we were talking and I was like to her, to be honest, right, I don't drink. I'm a social, well, I would say I don't drink or I drink socially, if at all. Yeah. So the fact that I had to, she ruined the night with allowing herself to become as pissy drunk as she did and leaving me to babysit her and then the fact that I was trying to protect her by not leaving her with this guy and then she lost it and basically threw me out of her dorm right um I was pissed about all of that and the fact that she was just so in in such a vulnerable um position and she couldn't see that I was trying to be a good friend anyways when she when she came back to my room the following day and we're discussing all of this, she couldn't see all of that. Like she saw it as we're at uni, you need to understand that we need to have fun. Um, she thought what? I was too uptight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. She thought no. I was too uptight. <laughs> um, when you're at uni, you need to know that you're here to have fun. It's not always about seriousness. Those were her words to me, right? Oh. And I just thought, you know what? you're not my friend like you're not a person that I want to be friends with because yeah. clearly you're going to be putting us in multitudes of vulnerable positions and putting yourself in spaces that you can put yourself in harm's way and when I'm going to try and be the good friend I'm going to get the slack I'm going to get the 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 shitty end of the stick so I just in that moment I just told her I don't think that we're like you're not the type of friend that I want to have do you know what I mean because you're not being responsible yeah. and you can't right, even so. see that I'm trying to be there for you kind of thing but it meant that that friendship was ended there in first year of uni and yeah and it was quite sad because we were friends from like what was it I don't know college like sixth form days we were quite we were close friends and I didn't know this side to her until we had gotten to uni so yeah that marked the end of my friendship because of um, drunken I'm behavior so I'm so sorry, Katie. Yeah, I I'm happy that that friendship ended, and I'm, I'm yeah. I know that sounds a bit <laughs> deep, yeah, but I'm actually really happy because the fact is, yeah, it, she came to talk to you in her right mind. That's what yeah, I don't she understand. did. She came to yeah. talk to you in your right mind and told you you need meant to be fun. So if yeah. anything had happened to you now, is that is that fun? 
That yeah. is my thing. I because totally agree with that. She, yeah. She, she couldn't, yeah. she wasn't in her right mind to think about safety first. You, you have to think about, look how much times you hear about women being in danger. And yeah. Those, you know, and it's in it's been in the media it's been in the media so to have a friend that's trying to look out for you me personally I would have humbled myself mm-hmm. I would have humbled myself and I would have thanked you because mm. anything could have happened God forbid I'm happy that she's she was okay and you know what I understand that she lived in her truth and she was honest with you but I don't think she, I don't think that's the right mind I, I, I can't look I can't even speak I can't even speak yes, because yeah. I don't understand the logic behind that I feel like you need to experience you need to inter with friends yeah I feel like you need to experience them in all types of levels so you know what you what you can tolerate and what you can't that experience showed Katie that she she'll put us in harm's way like god forbid you know what I mean so yeah literally you, you did the right because thing to me yeah, that, was her saying, that, like, that was her saying that was her saying yeah um that just means i'm gonna do this again because i think this is fun exactly fun that's her, that's her really type of fun and, and that ain't your type of fun nah yeah. I'm, I'm i'm happy that that ended because <clears throat> like i said the fact that you tried to be there for her and you tried to reason with her and help her understand where you were coming from and yeah. it's obviously i don't know the whole story but to just come back and say well we're at uni to have fun which is fair enough you need the time to kind of explore yourself and everything but safety comes first safety must be your priority because you don't yeah. think about your safety anything in this life anything can happen, can happen to, to you yeah. you don't know what's running through people's minds you don't especially when drink is involved and you have Jeez. someone that that's looking after you and you're you're not even appreciate no I can't yeah she, she thought that I was too serious you know and um she was at uni to have fun clearly not be safe but have fun and yeah I just yeah I ended the friendship because it just wasn't gonna work because I'm not that type do you know what I mean I don't I barely drink I normally just say I don't drink because I drink that little if that makes sense so yeah the friendship yeah it ended all right so how do you guys feel about not being invited to motives? So, yeah, like, I always get invited to things. Um, and most of the times I'd go, so I think that's probably why they still invite me. Okay, so my take on um, being invited. I like to be invited, but it doesn't necessarily mean that I want to go or I'm able to go. Um, I will try to go. I'll do my utmost best to keep the invitation and attend. I'm not really fast, if that makes sense. It's just nice to be invited, but I don't necessarily always want to go. I like to be invited. So you look better invited to everything this summer. I'm not joking. I will fully run down your phones. <laughs> I'm not playing no damn games. <laughs> Anyone tries me this summer yet, I'm coming for everyone's neck. I'm, I, I, I swear to God, everyone's going to be like, that is on one. I am, will be on one. You better come. Listen, I've got all my. Hey, you better come. I've been doing my boohoo and my pretty little thing and all that. I've got things sitting in the closet. <laughs> like I'm the <laughs> sitting in the closet. Okay, like yes, girl, you're gonna wear that because somebody is gonna invite you out. Okay, so you need to be prepared. Okay, so yeah, I'm ready. you better be prepared to come out. I'm ready. Okay? I know loads of people like they like to get invited. It just to know that kind of they're being thought of but then they won't actually come they'll say like oh like you know something's cropped up or whatever and so I do make allowances for those friends because I like my sister's like that she just wants to be invited I know she ain't leaving the house and I understand that because it's nice to know what's going on and it's just like oh what are you gonna wear you're gonna wear that you just want to know what's going on 
Yeah. Um, and so I, I get that too. I just don't know how to stay in my house. So I'm trying to be everywhere. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a me problem. <laughs> I think that's also my problem. Anytime I get invited out, I'm mostly like 95% saying, yeah, I'll come, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a hot stepper hot stepper out here <laughs> not a hot stepper <laughs> that's funny Lauren hasn't got kids yet right <laughs> but do you feel like um friendships change when you have children like do you feel like you've lost friends gained friends like how do you feel about friendships once you've had children where like I have a good support system so my daughter can not always be around me I feel like my friends sometimes aren't like that so I I have to personally have friends who don't have kids because I need the balance um like maybe every other weekend my family will want my daughter and then if I want to go out I don't necessarily want to be around my friends who have kids if I don't have my kids so I feel like my yeah my as my I've kind of navigated my life with the balance of childcare. I don't really want to kind of just yeah like I don't even have to explain it, but I like to my I've chosen my friendships differently because of that. So if someone doesn't have kids, like me and them can still be really good friends because I like to do things without the kids, but I also like to do things with the kids. So in that sense, yeah. I'd say my friendships haven't changed because I've had kids. I've changed my friendships because I have kids. Okay. So it's been me that adjusted it, not really them. Um, yeah. yeah, I just, I don't really like my daughter around my friends who don't have kids. Cause I just feel like they don't have kids. So I don't know how that is like into your feelings, Lauren, but I just always feel like if my That's daughter around yeah, I just thought I'd ask. I, <laughs> do you know what? It's good to hear that opinion. Because I just feel like sometimes people who without kids might just look at kids and be like, oh, it's kids. Like, I mean, I feel like sometimes I look at kids, like if I'm on the plane and my daughter's really quiet and she's been good and then there's a crying child. I'm oh, like, I can't oh, take it. Baby. Oh, can't do you know what I mean? So no. if I'm a mum and feel that way, I don't know how people without, without children, children feel. feel. Mm. So, yeah, so I usually for purpose will not meet my friends with who don't have kids with her unless they want to see her yeah I tend to do that with friends that don't have children because I feel like if I'm trying to go out with my friends who ain't got kids they're clearly inviting me out because they know I ain't going to have my kid with me okay that's fair I guess I, I do have friends that have kids um and like if I go and see them obviously I'm expecting to see the children like I want to see them um but I guess if I'm inviting them out I wouldn't necessarily expect to see their kids, but it depends on what we're doing. So if it's like an event where kids can come, I wouldn't mind them bringing their children. Um, but if it's, it depends, like I said, you can't bring children everywhere because, you know, like if you're going out to the club, or whatever, obviously they're not going to come. But like, I don't mind because I like having friends that actually have children as well because it, it's, it's that family element and those friends I consider family as well so when I come around my friends with their kids I feel part of the family so I don't mind if we do things together like I've even taken my friend's kids out without her and her partner that like might take them to the park or I might take them to the ball pit oh, I like doing nice. stuff like that but I, I'm not gonna lie I got scared one time I took um her son one of my friends son to the park 
Oh my gosh. The way that I freaked out, I thought I lost him. <laughs> I called my friend. I was panicking. I was like, oh my good babe, I lost your child. I'm so sorry that oh, I no. can't see him. I can't see. She's like, Lauren, calm down. He's where you left him. Like he's he's in the park. Like he's in the thing is it was in an area, you know, when you have like um the apparatus and like the sand pit and stuff like that. I was in a secluded area within the park, if that makes sense. And I just couldn't see him. So I started freaking out. And I was thinking, oh, my God, my friend's going to kill me. What do I do? She's like, Lauren, just calm down. He's there. She's like, look properly. I said, what do you mean look properly? Why are you not worried with me? I looked properly. The boy was right in front of me. I said, imagine. I said, imagine the boy's right there. He even came up to me after. I was like, oh, my God, I found him. Or he found me, whichever one. She's like, Lauren, you need to stop panicking. But you know when you get left with someone else's child, it's like, yeah, it's You're your, it's your responsibility alert. now to take care of them, yeah. Yeah, mm. a whole human life. And I was just like, no, I can't lose him. Like, sometimes I'm even scared to take your kids out. Even she's like, oh, yeah, they can come stay by you. I'm, I'm thinking, huh, stay by who? Because if, if it happens <laughs> to them, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't be able to forgive myself. But I love, I love her kids. Like, I love them. And like, even it's their birthday, I make sure I go around and stuff. And they're always happy to see me. So I need to kind of get over that fear. And I guess because I don't have kids, it's that's another layer as well. But almost in a way, it's kind of practice for me, I guess. Um, but yeah, I just like having that sense of family. So when I go and see her, I love to see the kids. Okay. Um, I'm similar to Bex in the sense that my friendships haven't um, changed as a result of having kids, but I've changed how I navigate friendships because I have children so um, sometimes obviously you want to meet up with your friends without the kids so I'd make arrangements to make sure that my children have childcare. and then if I want to meet with the kids that's fine too um, for some reason though I I have a mixed bag of friends so equally I have mummy friends and then I have friends who aren't parents so again I just navigate it according to whether or not if I'm meeting up with a friend and it's like, oh, I want to see the girls, then I'll bring them along. If it's just for us to have a one-on-one catch-up, then I'll make sure that I have childcare. But I wouldn't say that my friendships have changed because I've had kids. I've, I've changed how I um, deal with friendships because I have children. I was just going to ask you, like, what's your thoughts? Like, what's your thoughts? Like, are they the same as Bex and Katie? Or? I, fe- I felt like when I first had my daughter, I felt like my friendships changed because um, I was very concerned about my child. I tend to put all my time and energy into her the first year. So I really wasn't paying attention to all my friendships like that. And then um, I realized that my friends stopped at the time. My friends stopped inviting me out because they thought, you know, well, she's got mummy friends now, so she doesn't need us. The ones that don't have kids that's how they were moving so I was just like that's not the case so I had to kind of break it down to everyone is like yeah I might have a child but I still want to do stuff but that first year that first year is no freaking joke and I don't blame any mother who wants to take out a whole chunk of like six months to however long they want to do with their kid like I don't I don't mind that and they want to be in their own little environment with their child that's understandable you know what I mean yeah, I think that makes sense. I think for me, I think um, 
I understood that my friends, the friends that I, who have children, that their priorities changed. And so yes. I do feel like maybe I stopped inviting them out as much, but I still try to include them in some things. Especially if I get like, I see anything that involves children, like going to the museum, they're doing like some projects or something. I will send them that information. And if they want to include me, then I would come along with them, that yeah. with them and their children. Um, but I've also noticed that there's there's something I can't remember who said it, but with one of my friends who has kids, her um, view on friendships has changed drastically. And because we've been friends for a very long time, mm. I've seen her growth, and I'm just so proud of her because she used to be like me more. So I feel like I'm only really kind of stepping into myself now, and I'm on this kind of spiritual journey. I'm on this kind of self discovery journey, and yeah. really honing into my own values and and so forth. But she's had to do that quicker because she's got kids, yeah. and she used to say to me, Lauren, like you say, you have all these friends, but you should be able to count your friends on one hand she's been saying that to me for years I was like no 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 like my friends my friends this friend that friend mm, yeah 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 and it's only now that I realize some of the friends that you're calling friends they're not really your friends they're associates and that's okay yeah everyone has to have their place in your life yeah and through her friendship she's only she says that she's only got four friends and I'm included in that um and she's just like these are my friends because of their their values the way that they carry themselves they all her friends have kids so I'm the only friend that doesn't have kids um so that's interesting in itself as well but I can just see that she's really grown into herself and I feel like when you do that certain people kind of fall away anyway so it kind of goes to that point of when you do have kids your whole mindset changes and yeah I can't have certain people around me Hmm. yeah I can't have certain people around me and my children I don't want them to be a bad influence or I'm not on that same wavelength anymore my wavelength has changed and I've definitely seen that with her so I'm in a way it's like I'm kind of happy that I've been able to stay with her on this journey as well because we've we've grown together but at different rates and she's always been very accepting of me and I've been accepting of her and you know her dynamics with her children and I still try to be very much a part of her life that's, and she still finds really time good. to like check up on me and stuff yeah I really value our friendship like it really especially especially me. because you don't have children you don't really see that um a lot I've got two children so I've got two girls and I remember my friend my friendships didn't change when I had my first child however I had I've got one particular friendship that we're no longer friends and the issue started when I was pregnant with my second second child and it's because this particular friend um said to me that she didn't basically throughout our journey and our friendship we have kind of mirrored each other with our lives so we've gone through very similar experiences and then this when I'm when I was pregnant with my second child um this is where our lives stop mirroring because at this point I'm now with my second child I'm settling down I'm doing family mummy all of that good stuff and she basically turned around and said to me that I thought that I would have had I would have settled down first and I would have been the one to be having my second child and the friendship changed in the sense that she stopped inviting me out um And it was more so the only time that she would call wasn't necessarily to check on me, but was because she wanted advice, you know, and it resulted in obviously now we're no longer friends. But if if I could use one example of how a friendship changed as a result of having kids, that that would probably be it. Because, yeah, I guess 
I don't know whether she thought that me having now settling down and having a family meant that yeah. I'm no longer Katie or I wouldn't be able to go out. I don't know. But um, yeah, it meant that we're no, lo- we're no longer friends. Some, sometimes your friends can hold expectations of you. So they've always carried that with them. Like even when you have children, they always think you're going to be the same way. Like, um, and that's not ne- necessarily the case. You know, you change. You, your mindset becomes different, especially after your second. I don't have a, a, another child, but I'm very sure that you're, you've probably become a completely different person after your second I, child. Well, I think personally, obviously you grow as a person when you have your second child, first yeah. child. But I don't think the core of me, who I am as a friend has changed, you know? Yeah. I'm still the same Katie that wants to go out and have a catch up. Mm. I'm still the same Katie that wants to be involved. And do you know what I mean? Because yeah. outside of being a mum, you know what it's like being a mum. It's yeah. all great and stuff, but you need to have that respite. You need to have that space mm. where you can just be yourself outside of mummy, uh, you know? Yeah, yeah. And often that's found in your friendships. So I personally didn't think, I know I haven't changed as a friend, um, so I didn't really understand why I was no longer invited to places because I have a second child. But hey, it is what it is. Yeah. I don't know if I'm being, I know I'm, I'm coming from a different place, but I don't have children. I feel like from my own viewpoint, I think I said it earlier. Um, I don't know, because you've got two now, it's like, maybe she felt like your priorities are definitely different if it was done in like uh uh oh just forget you kind of thing like we're not mirror the whole we're not mirror mirroring each other anymore I don't really understand that only because everyone's journey is different and just because you now have a second child doesn't mean you can't be included maybe you'll be included in different things but you should still be included not do you know what I mean yeah. and yeah I feel like um both of my friends that have children they've got more than they've got more than two now I wouldn't not invite them out or I wouldn't not check up on them I I wouldn't I don't know I would still keep that friendship there because their friendship means means something to me and I know I like the mirror yeah you value your friends uh, it's people that don't that then they start having like different um or what's the word different what the hell is that word man (laughs) interior <laughs> motives is that is that what it is yeah like I definitely think that 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 friend is is not your friend like or was not your friend because I don't know why she's put such value on mirroring you when every, like like Lauren said everybody has their own journey yeah. like, my best friend she's got two kids and when we plan to do things we plan to do it with the one that's the same age as my one and then we have things that's baby friendly so we alternate like we can still continue there's stuff that's for kids there's stuff for not with kids there's stuff with the five-year-olds and then there's stuff that you know it's just I wouldn't never I would never say oh well you know it's your life is completely different now because you've got two I, I yeah I just I can't see I can't see how much different it is having two three four I, I just don't see the the core person won't change you've just got look, another ball to juggle but you know what we're mom so I know you'll be able to do it because you're my friend so I don't know I just think yeah that's that's a really a, t- a tough one yeah it's, 
it's a bit sad yeah i feel like i feel like because it's sorry i was just thinking about something else that katie said about the friendship when she was like oh i just thought i would be the one to have a second child first and i thought i would do this first and to me that wasn't about friendship that was was about about, uh, selfishness that was about her it was about her and her feelings and the fact that um she um what is it some some people can can be so caught up in um old times that they forget about okay now you know this is going on this is what's going on with katie katie's had a child another child so it's not going to be the same anymore it's not going to be um in terms of like her t- katie's time is going to be different to my time do you get what i'm yeah, saying like, i think there's i think there's also something about not comparing like not trying to measure yourself up with your friends and i know sometimes yeah, that, might that's be hard a je- to that becomes jealousy that's another jealousy thing. yeah that whole jealousy envy thing i feel like mm, like, like said before, you said before you lot are yeah, that's what yeah, I was trying to say. That's... Competing, she had ulterior, ulterior motives. Okay, that okay with you now, with you now. That's I what I was like, yeah, your friendship. Like, I didn't have to get it out. Lauren hit yeah, the nail on the head. With that. Friendship shouldn't um, be about that. Yeah, Lauren, you hit the nail on the head with the um the whole jealousy and envy thing. Mm. I think it got to that space. Like I think, um, because over time I started to feel or notice that. well it started to feel like because I've now got two kids and obviously my priorities have changed I was being punished by not being invited out do you know because I um had a conversation with this person like a one-on-one conversation to be like hey I want to you know go out I'm still here I'm still Katie whatnot and her response was she automatically thought that there was an issue in my relationship as to why I want to go out and it was just I was just kind of mm-hmm. like flabbergast yeah she was like oh what's going on you just, anyways I don't want to call names so um but yeah she basically turned it around like what's going on in my relationship as to why do I want to come out I've got the two kids what's you know made a thing about it and it just just like Lauren said in the end I kind of just settled on it comes down to jealousy because it's like when our lives obviously we're on our own journey but when I say we mirrored we mirrored like we mirrored very closely with um life experiences but it's like the moment things started to change and whatnot it just I don't know like she changed she Um, she couldn't handle it yeah she couldn't handle it and it became it because I had a one-on-one conversation (laughs) oh sorry I had a one-on-one conversation with her to be like listen you need to invite me out um you know I'm still Katie I'm still available I still want to go out whatnot and it was just it it got spun on the fact that is there problems in my relationship as to why I want to go out which made no sense to me so I just chalked it up to this person is jealous because we're no longer mirroring and our lives are different um and I was being punished as a result uh, by not being invited out because even though I had that conversation, she continued to not invite me out. And to be honest, she did it for the better. Like she did it for the better. I'm just wondering from that, from the fact that she felt like, oh, something's wrong with the relationship. To jump to conclusions like that, that's a bit wild to me. And you, I, I feel like maybe she didn't, okay, again, I don't know the whole story and I could just be making assumptions. Maybe she just didn't feel like, um a friend anymore because she just felt like oh maybe you only need me when this happens like she maybe she lost sight of the value in the friendship like 
in terms of you still seeing that, you know, we're still friends. It doesn't matter that I have two kids and my priorities have changed. You still are a priority in my life. Because I feel like sometimes mm-hmm. as, as people, we we forget that when other things get involved in someone's life, they start to think, oh, d- does that person need me anymore? Da-da-da-da. But I feel like the what, like when they get a partner. Out, yes. Just to, yeah, just like, to give a little bit of context. Now, if, you, if you get children, do you know what I mean? And I just kind of feel like the fact that you you brought it to her attention, like, I'm still okay, I still want to go out, like, invite me. I feel like, I feel like you did the you did a really good thing there because you obviously tried to communicate, but yeah, that's to a be bit honest, tricky. But I, I think I'll like tell you what happened. What what what? Well, I'll give a bit of context. But she like we would speak very frequently. Yeah. She would still call me and tell me about what's going on in her life, and you know, seek advice from me and all of that stuff. Um, but never would she ask how I am. It would always, she was happy for me to be that person to basically give her advice and for her to come and offload on. But yeah, it was just, yeah, it's just a complicated story. But it, for me, I came to the realization that there was elements of jealousy that, that surfaced in, in that friendship. Speaking of um, jealousy and like partners and relationships and stuff, how far can a friend go in terms of like being too close to your partner? Um, so I would say that, that like there's a limit you don't need to be friends and whatnot but like if you come over to my house and he was there or something you should be able to not sit in silence if I leave the room to go and I know make a drink um, you should be able to hold a conversation um, yeah and like socialize like I, I'd expect you to be able to just like you know not just how the how's the weather like you know or how's work how's business going just a general chit chat I, I think a chit chat is acceptable and then outside of that if you're talking because you're trying to I don't know do my engagement and you're trying to do it up all nice and for the gram and you need some advice and she's supposed to get me to a location yeah so he needs then, he needs her number or she needs his yeah. number but then like okay for example so like uh my my baby daddy when he was gonna buy me some shoes that I liked he messaged my friend on Facebook they weren't friends he messaged her on Facebook to ask her to get my shoe size this was early days like we must have been together like six months and she just asked me randomly and got it so when I came back from holiday and saw the gift I was like I know you don't know I know you don't know my shoe size and then she was like oh my gosh yeah like that is cool for me that was cool it never went any further than that it was just he was trying to do something nice that's okay but to be like I don't know coming home from work and they're chit-chatting like on the phone or something like yeah I no no yeah that's so I have to I have to agree with Bex I I agree you should be able yeah you should be able to like conversate and stuff but like can you know boundaries please that would be really great but I feel like with um kind of like same-sex relationships the lines get really really blurred yeah um and uh, yeah it's real (laughs) yeah yeah it's real tricky um because I think I don't know why that is necessarily I think I'd need to think more about that but I've noticed that that becomes like a big problem they start to think yeah we're we're best friends and they start exchanging numbers and then next thing you hear they're going out together and you're like what what's happening here yeah yeah that's weird how do you how do you deal with that 
Boy, I'm still trying to figure that answer out. So come back to me, yeah? <laughs> I agree with what Beck said. Um, you know, as long as you're civil, you can have a chit chat if you're at our house or whatnot. And it's platonic um, and it doesn't go beyond, um, I don't know, certain spaces, then I'm good with it. And if you need to, just like similar to what Beck said, if, if you need to find out certain information, you can contact the person via Instagram or Facebook or, you know, it, yeah, there's just a level of boundaries that should be kept, but you should be cool and you should be able to have um, great conversations or good yeah. conversations. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for being on my podcast. I really appreciate you all. And it was nice talking to you and um hearing your opinions and your thoughts and your, just your feelings on, on on the questions that i've asked you today so thank you very much thanks everyone thanks Anna. thanks for having me you're welcome yeah so on that note thank you for tapping in to zion's rants with me zion tap in every tuesday for 100 percent legitimate raw content make sure you subscribe and share my podcast and remember to stay locked in Peace. Young Tarzan, peace.